It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Saturday, October 14th on Showtime, all the way from Australia, Tim Zhu is defending his WBO Junior Midway title for the first time against Brian Mendoza. 12 rounds for Zhu's title in his first title defense. We're going to talk about that today on Pro Box Big Fight Preview here with the champions. As always, ESPN analyst and Hall of Famer Tim Bradley, champions Pauli Malignaggi, and Chris Algieri. So, Tim, we are talking about the, the big fight. Um, uh, Tim Zhu is defending his belt for the first time. A belt he was given, by the way. Didn't have to fight for it. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got his first title defense. And um, his opponent, Brian Mendoza, is coming in on a roll. He knocked out Jason Rosario. And in his last fight, he beat the then unbeaten Sebastian Fundora. So what do you think about this matchup? First of all, um, i got to say this because... Haney got it. A lot of these guys that get these emails and they become champions. A lot of these guys, they get the the title email champion because they didn't earn the belt in the ring. But this is more of a, I would say, a technicality. uh, Him receiving this title because you got to think about it. Charlo had the belt hostage for years. This is a guy that's been working his butt off. I mean, he fought Harrison, knocked him out. He's on a roll right now, Tim Zhu. Um, he's been dominating and just, you know, showing his greatness every time he steps foot in that ring. And he never got an opportunity to fight for a world championship. You know, uh, the sanctioned bodies did the right thing by by stripping Charlo and they handed pretty much handed him the belt. But now this is when we find out how good is he? How good is he? Is he good or is he great? You know, Mendoza is a is a sneaky fighter, man. He's a he's a talented guy. I would say a, a veteran in the sport. Um, very fluid with his offense, uh, has every punch in, you know, have every punch in his arsenal, every punch has the full punch arsenal, just put it that way, full punch arsenal, um, great boxer, very fluid in the ring, can move left, move right, he can set traps on his opponents. Uh, this is going to be an interesting matchup, and he does have power too, and particularly in his left hand. And, you know, something makes me think, that is he left-handed or is he right-handed? Because he uses that left hand very well. Uh, he has a good jab in the, in, the, in the left hook to come over the top. Um, and on the flip side of that, Tim Zhu, he has a great right hand. He likes to come in. He likes to control distance with his lead hand, you know, kind of measure. And he throws a pistol-like straight right hand right down the middle. Um, but it should be a really good fight, entertaining fight for the fans. No doubt about it. Uh, I won't give you my prediction right away, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later during the show. But uh, it's going to be a really good fight a fight for the fans. And I, I believe everybody should tune in and watch this match. 
Yeah, just a, a, a point on that email champion situation. I, I agree with you, Tim. This isn't as blatant as some of the other fighters who've received titles. He he beat Tony Harrison. He knocked him out, who's a former world champion. Um, that very well could have been for a title if there was one vacant. But like you said, Charlo, Charlo had those belts, even though he was inactive. So I'm not super upset about the fact that, you know, this is a title fight. I, I would rather it be a vacant, you know, even though that I don't, I don't like the guys getting him the email anyway, just fight for the fight for it. You know, the, your guys are fighting anyway. It's a title fight either way, uh, make it a vacant title. And, and then the, the winner of this fight, um, it becomes champion. I, I, I don't think you should be able to win any titles without fighting. So, um, but here, listen, they're, they're fighting. I think it's a legitimate fight. Um, you've, you've got, you know, Tim Zhu, who, like you said, he's been on a tear recently. He had that big win, the biggest of his career over over Tony Harrison. And you got Brian Mendoza, who's just like a streaking underdog, man. He, listen, I love when an underdog upsets somebody who, who's really looked at and then gets a title shot. It's exactly what happened in my career. I I, I I beat the guy who was supposed to fight the guy, so I got the guy. Um, no one would have really thought that he would he would be here. But listen, he's here. He's hungry. And I think his um his new coach over in Vegas has, has made a big difference. Salas. I think that he has elevated his abilities in the ring, his, his setups. Like you said, Tim, he can set traps. He's a dangerous guy. He's a tricky guy and he's got good power. I think he's always been a conditioned guy. He's good for big for the weight class. He works really hard, but now he's got this to go along with it. I think that has a lot to do with Salas and what's happening in that gym over there in Vegas. So I'm, I'm curious to see this fight. Like you said, we're going to see what Mendoza, I'm, we're going to see what Z Tim Zhu really is. If this is going to be a guy who's going to be around for a long time at the weight class, going to be a, a champion for a while, or if Mendoza, Mendoza can keep that streak alive and, and, and score another upset. Cause I would imagine on the batting line that he would be the underdog here. But, um, but either way, I think this is a, an interesting fight and I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, you know, if as, as as much of a good moment as Mendoza is enjoying his career, I think the Tony Harrison fight is a tougher fight uh, than the, to the, for Tim Zhu. So I don't think this is actually uh, going to prove anything for Tim, aside from him continuing to maneuver his career in the right direction and, and uh, you know, defend this world championship that he's just gotten. As far as the, the whole email champion thing, you know, there used to be something in, in, in boxing that actually used to stick to itself. And that was the interim championship. When you were an interim champion, you had to fight the champion within six months. Otherwise, the champion would be stripped and you would be hold the full title. I really believe they should have probably made the uh, Tim uh, Tony Harrison fight and Tim Zhu fight for the, the WBO interim title. And then this way it would be more logical for 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 uh, Tim Zhu to now be the full champion uh, after the Charlo fought Canelo instead. Uh, that's kind of how it used to work. But nowadays they've found ways to manipulate the interim title and just make it a title that somebody just keeps for years because they can pick up an extra sanctioning fee. But in reality, I don't know if the BL, if the BL does it. Honestly, I don't even think the BL does interim titles. But regardless, something I've noticed, you know, and something that used to happen in boxing, I can remember when uh, uh, Riddick Bowe uh, threw the, the title in the trash can and and, and Lennox Lewis became the, the full champion. But at that time, the rule was pretty much if you were the interim champion and the fighter and the champion didn't fight you within six months, you became the full champion. So this way it eliminated this whole thing about uh, randomly somebody gets stripped in, in this email championship. With Haney, they just created two belts. I mean, they let them, they created, they gave Lomachenko a different name for his belt. And and, and with Haney, they just gave him a, another belt. So they, they're starting to get, just get too, become too much with that. The BO could have just made the Harrison fight for an interim title. And this way, uh, the, the zoo fight would have, uh, once zoo, uh, once Charlie didn't fight zoo and for Canelo instead, 
the the whole the whole uh, him becoming champion would have made more sense. Instead, now we're talking, we're having these, these email conversations. But that's why I don't believe this situation. I'm agreeing, agreeing with you guys. This I don't believe this situation is like some of the others because this could have been handled a bit differently. And 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 Zoo really at the end of the day has kind of earned his his keep here. Uh, I actually think that after Charlo's dismal performance against Canelo, if Charlo is going to w- w- work his way back into a big fight, they should he should go head on against Zoo after this fight. Uh, and, and not not to count on Mendoza, but we're expecting a Zoo win here. Well, you're talking about big fights. Don't forget on Pro Box TV, every other Wednesday is the Wednesday night. Pro Box TV, Wednesday night fight series. The next one is October 18th. Check it out. Hey, guys, make sure you tune in Wednesday night fights here on Pro Box TV. We got great action fights, 50-50 matchups, and all-out wars throughout. We have consistently put on the best fights around. Good fighters, great fights on your boxing channel with a star-studded cast bringing you the fight. Myself, Chris Algieri, the former world champion, and, of course, Mike Goldberg. Make sure you tune in Wednesday night fights for all the action. As Goldie likes to say, here we go. On the next Wednesday Night Fights, October 18th, tune in to see Bulletproof, Brandon Glanton clash with Demoledor, Carlos Fromenta Romero, and the hard-hitting co-main event, Mateo Tapia versus Eric Robles. Live from the ProBox Event Center in Plant City. Get your tickets at ProBoxTV.com or take your chances at the door. Wednesday Night Fights. Make sure you check out the, the Wednesday Night Fight Series and make sure you download that app right now. At my last check, we're at 70,000 subscribers. We're trying to get to 100,000. should get there easy because you look at this page right here. You oh, look at man. these champions right here. You got Hall of Famers and champions. So, you know, we got to get those subscribers up. Today, we are talking about Zoo and Mendoza. And Tim, um, we're going to get some quick keys to victory from all three of you. Um, we haven't mentioned... Uh, that Tim Zhu, of course, is the son of the great Kostya Zhu, so he's filling some big footsteps. He's a champion now, um, and Mendoza is a guy who's earned his his title shot. Came in with some big knockouts, the big knockout of Fandora. So, Tim, um, give me some keys to victory for each guy. Well, first, first before I get into those keys to victory, I just want to say that um, I, I admire the management and I admire the fighter in Tim Zhu, um, not sitting back, you know, in in not just hoping for a title shot, actually staying busy, staying active. Like this is his third fight this year, his third fight this year. Think about that now. Um, I had to go back and look at his record. I looked at his resume and like, you have to understand that this guy has fought. It was scheduled for 10, 10 rounds. Think about that. 10, 10 round fights. He has 20 something fights. Think about that. And seven, 12 rounders. Like he's experienced. You know, and, and we say like when 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 fighters come from like legends, uh, you know, they have, uh, you know, somewhat of the cheat code. That's what I say. He they have the cheat code. Well, this guy does. You know, Tim Zhu, he I feel he definitely has a cheat code and going into this fight. What's going to help him in this fight is the fact that he does have that experience going into this fight and that, that he has been active. That's going to help him. He's going to be super sharp going into this fight. Literally, he just fought four months ago. He's going to be super sharp. Now, let's go into the exit nose. Um, I can just tell you this. How do you beat Mendoza? You beat him with pressure. If you go back and you watch the Ramos fight, Ramos is a come forward fighter, you know, puts pressure, digs down to the body, you know, uh, really sets up his attack off his, his lead hand. I know he's a southpaw, but the same thing applies here. 
If you want to get to Mendoza, you got to apply pressure. You got to step to him. You got to get in the pocket with him, which Tim Zhu does. He does it extremely well. You know, he has his ways of getting there. He is a little bit of stiff up top. I'm not going to lie. You know, looping shots, I, I think can get in on him. And that's one thing that I see Mendoza will have success with his looping shots, with his looping left hook. Now, right hand can be the left hook. I get that. But the way Mendoza is able to set it up, he sets it off up off the jab. He gets you to look at the jab. Then he comes on with the hook. That was the same punch that he hit uh, Fendora with, you know, and then followed up with the right hand. But um, I would say Mendoza box, try to box off his back foot, move laterally, make Tim Zoo miss, make him pay, particularly with the left hook. And for uh, Tim Zoo, it's all about uh, coming forward, getting into the pocket, bruising up uh, Mendoza, taking it to him and, uh, you know, um, get to him and, and knock him out. Chris. Yeah, I think uh, if you're Tim Zhu, you just got to go out there and be Tim Zhu. I mean, he's he's very sharp. He's fundamentally sound. Um, he's he's a he's a good two fisted puncher. He can actually punch well with both hands, sets things up. He's not a single punch guy either, which I really like when guys counter with more than one punch at a time. I'm always impressed because you see a lot of guys that fall into that trap of just countering with one big shot and looking at their work. Zhu doesn't do that. He He follows up. Um, he puts a lot of pressure on you. He's a big guy in the ring. He likes to control the center, walks his man down, um, lets his hands go. I, I like what I see from Zoo, and I think he's getting better all the time. The right hand is definitely the shot to look out for. That's the punch that he's going to want to land on, on Mendoza. And uh, Tim, you had mentioned pressure is the way to beat him. I, I called his first loss against Larry Gomez on an undercard. And Larry was just a scrappy guy who came forward and, and, and let his stuff go and, and just wouldn't wouldn't take no for an answer. And um, I think that opened up a lot of eyes, which I believe is why the Fundora camp um, took on that fight. They're like, oh, pressure gets this guy. This is what we do best. But there was just some holes in in Fundora's defense that allowed some of those those scrappy traps that Mendoza sets to get through, specifically that big left hook. I don't think Zoo makes those same mistakes. I think he's much tighter on his defense. Yeah, he's a little stiff up top, but he gets that from his dad. His dad was very stiff up top, very physically strong. Um, but I think he fills in those gaps with a little more athleticism um, than we've seen from from Old Kostya. But um, no, I think this is this is a great matchup um, in terms of being fun to watch because Mendoza, like I said, is scrappy and he's going to fight. And Zoo just comes forward and throws, man. He, he not not that he that's all he's doing, but he, he puts a lot of pressure on guys. He forces them to fight at a pace that may, they may not necessarily like. And I think because he's fundamentally sound, he can do that without taking damage. So really, for Tim Zoo, just be Tim Zoo. And if you're Mendoza, you got to look for that that big money shot like you caught um, Fundora with, because you got a guy in front of you who's going to be right in front of you. He's going to be there, but finding those holes is, holes is going to be a little bit difficult and a little bit different than than it was for Fondora. You know, the first time I saw a Tim Zoo fight uh, a few years ago, uh, it was a random like, ESPN Plus fight. Um, uh, and it was before he had made a big, big name, bigger, bigger name for himself than now. And I remember I tweeted out, I said, this guy's going to be the best fighter Australia ever produced. Because I just didn't think I'd ever seen a technical fighter like that from Australia. Yeah, Billy Dibb was a little, was kind of a technical fighter to a degree. But Zoo had a kind of a combination of the toughness and the technique kind of the down together. And I felt like he could go far. You know, Australians typically are fighters who are more tenacious. They're more known more for tenacity, like your Jeff Fenix of the world and, and things like that, you know. Uh, even Cambosos was very lacking on from a fundamental perspective. You know, he's a tough kid, but he's, he's lacking from a fundamental perspective. I don't know if it's, it's because they don't have enough good trainers there. 
or whatnot. But Zoo, you could see, had some of that uh, legacy boxing style from his father. Yeah, you could see mm. some of that technical stuff from his father. You know, so he's a bit different from the Australians I've seen before. And and then he's got the mindset uh, of that championship mindset. He's he's tough. You know, he doesn't take no for an answer. Uh, Tim, you you were the first one that brought up the pressure. It's very very important that. People are understand his tech, his pressure is a very good technical pressure, you know, because he also controls very range very well. And so when you're mentioning the uh, looping shots that could get to Zoo, I I understand that because he is stiff. But at the same time, he's also a guy who kind of takes that half step back while he's pressuring you. He kind of he knows how to change that range. He's not just a Fundora type of pressure guy who's just gonna come forward try to break your will. He'll pressure he'll pressure you, but he'll pressure you intelligently with technique behind it. And so he'll drive you crazy at the same time because of that, you know, and really drive you mentally and physically insane uh, I, I felt like he was breaking uh, Tony Harrison down like that very well uh, and I could see the same thing happening with Mendoza Mendoza keeps uh, uh, you know has now you know is got himself in a good moment it's the kind of fight you like because it's two guys who are still hungry Tim Zeus still has a lot to accomplish a lot is expected of him and you can see he's hungry he's ferocious but Mendoza also has a lot of reason to believe in himself now based on his recent run of form so I love when it's two fighters who are still hungry and still have a lot to fight for and are at a moment where they're both confident that's why I can't stand when guys make too much money and then they fight each other. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not hungry enough anymore. You know what I mean? They, they're hum, they're happy. You know, they're, they're both at a certain level. They're both, uh, they're both uh, blue chip celebrities now. And, and, you know, they're, they're big shots, but right now, none of these guys are big shots. They want to be big shots, you know, but they believe they can be big shots because they, their run of form has produced that mentality for them. I love these kind of fights. And I think this is going to be a, a fun fight to watch, but I got, I, I think zoo pulls it out in the end. I think zoo has a very, very bright future. Well, look at Pauly giving us his prediction already. Mm. We haven't even gotten there. He gave us his prediction. Mm. Listen, you look at this screen again. I can't emphasize it enough. Well, now it's on me. But we got champions. We got Hall of Famers. That These are the guys who talk boxing. Let's take a look at a couple of other new members of the Pro Box TV family who also talk boxing. What's up, y'all? Y'all know who it is. Showtime, Sean Porter, two-time retired world champion i just joined pro box tv all-star cast check everything out follow subscribe tell a friend tell a friend to tell their mama because you know their mama gonna tell everybody else click the link below where you want to be pro box tv hi everybody out there i'm teddy atlas here with pro box everybody wants to follow somebody wants to know Who's the man? Who's the guy? And there's a lot of good fighters out there. Go out there and just download ProBox app. I'll, if I could do it, I'm a caveman. Me and technology, we're not friends. But if I could do it, you could do it. And I guarantee you one thing. You're going to like it. Well, that's what you get with ProBox TV. Again, champions, Hall of Famers. Talking boxing each and every day. I'm George Jackvig with ESPN analyst and champion and Hall of Famer Tim Bradley and the champions Paulie Malinaji and Chris Algieri. So guys, um, right now, Chris, you brought up the the odds. Right now, Zoo is a minus 750 favorite. So Mendoza plus 475. So Chris, um, Zoo's a big favorite in this fight. And I know that it's a little early to make predictions, but right now, who do you like in the fight? 
Now, I know, Paul, you had mentioned that, you know, we, we probably learned a lot more about Zoo from the Tony Harrison fight. Tony Harrison's a better fighter than Mendoza, but there are different stages of their careers. Mendoza now, he's got a lot of momentum. He's got a lot of spirit. You mentioned the guys who aren't that, who are still hungry because they haven't made it yet. Mendoza hasn't made it. He's still on the cusp. Tony has been doing a lot of training. He kind of hadn't fought in a while. So with a fight with, with Tim Zhu, he even said like he could have been a little more prepared for that fight and prepared a little bit differently. With Mendoza, though, I think we're going to get the best version of him. So not only, I mean, not that I'm saying Mendoza is going to score the upset here. I'm, I'm, I get my pick in a moment. But um, I do think that it's going to be a stiff test. And I do think that Mendoza, um, with what he's going to bring to the table, with what he's got, the best version of Mendoza is still is still a tough guy to deal with. Um, so I think that he's going to bring a lot to the table. We're going to be able to see a lot from from Zoo. And if Zoo goes out there and outclasses him the way that I think that he actually will, you know, I think that that means a lot. And not that it means more than Tony, but it's, it's another step in the right direction. But ultimately, I got Tim Zoo. I think that he does too many things too well, and he's going to be able to keep that pressure, that smart pressure on Mendoza. And I think he's just a higher class fighter. He's going to break him down. And uh, I believe stop him late, um, mid to late rounds is 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 my prediction. But yeah, I, I got Tim Zoo, and I think I think Tim Zoo is going to be around for quite a while. Paulie, yeah, I I, I gave him my prediction earlier. I think that Zoo is just an ascending guy right now. You know, he's confident. There's a big push behind him. There's a whole country behind him. Uh, the legacy of his father also is a big push behind him because it, it gives people more reason to pay attention to him, and he knows this. He's cognizant of it. Um, he's getting better. I think, uh, he continues to improve. And, uh, I, I think this is a great opportunity for him to sort of elevate himself. Now it's a world title fight. You know, he's kind of reaching that, that stars, that star power now because of the, uh, having a world championship that now he's going to defend the world championship against like, you know, like we all agree is a stiff, well, we all agree is a stiff test, but not yet a super fight. And I think he's on. He's getting very hungry to have these super fights. I think if he puts on a really good performance, he may be able to draw Charlo in. Uh, because Charlo, with all the criticism he's getting, Charlo is a very emotional guy. You know, he may want to say, you know what, I want to prove everybody wrong. Give me that Tim Zoo fight because he ain't getting the Crawford fight now. That's for sure. You know, so so uh, if he can draw in Charlo after a, a performance over Mendoza, I mean, that would be something that he would be. Uh, really, really salivating for it. And, and the opportunity to, to get that fight was taken away from him six months ago with the uh, quote-unquote injury from Charlo. Hey, Tim, before you make your pick, I just want to let you know that a lot of people, a lot of Mendoza fans have been buying your hope in a bottle. Talked about before. I think a lot of them have. So is that going to help Mendoza in this fight? Look, man, I, 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 I'm going to say uh, don't, don't count on Mendoza. Don't count out Mendoza. I'm letting you know that right now, man. I was looking at film the other day. Um, Tim Zhu, although, yes, he is uh, trending in the right direction, uh, he is a strong fighter, and I think that's going to be a strong suit in this fight. Mendoza has a ton of skill, man. He has a lot of nuance to his game. His Miles Silas has done a good job with him. Uh, you know, this is a kid that knows how to change levels, you know, how to set up his attacks off of, you know, various soft feints, uh, I would say, uh, soft controls, hard controls, like he knows what he's doing in the ring. Um, and I think he's a lot more fluid than, uh, than that, that of, uh, Tim Zoo. I think he's a lot more fluid, man. He knows how to, he knows how to, you know, move in the ring and he's a little bit slicker. He's not so stiff up top. You know, Tim Zhu, you know what you're going to get. He's going to come up here. He's going to be stiff up, up, up here. He's going to shoot his jab. Yes, he's going to be trying to control range at the same time, getting out and then getting back in. But, you know, it's not not enough 
upper body movement. You know, I, I think I think Mendoza has a really good chance, man. If they have a great game plan, which I think they will, going down to the jab, going down to the body with the jab, taking advantage of those high guards, being straight up like this, and be able to sneak shots over the top. I think they can. I think they can find a way or a key punch to hurt Tim Zoo because he's been down. I've seen him down twice early in fights. Now, if you get this guy down, you got to keep him down because when he gets back up, something takes over. Something takes over in this guy, you know, uh, and Tim Zhu. You know, he's resilient, so he's tough. But I, I think it's going to be a good fight. Um, I'm going to say Tim Zhu because I just see where Mendoza is weak. He's weak inside, inside the pocket. He's weak there, man. Yes, he gets off the punches, but physically, like being physically strong in the inside, I think that's where he lacks. He's not physically strong, and that's where Tim Zhu is strong. And I think he's going to take him there, and in the later rounds, Mendoza is going to start to fade, and Tim Zhu is going to step on the gas, and I think he's going to stop him late in the fight. But, hey, I won't count out. I'm not going to count out Mendoza. I will take those odds. I will put $100 down on Mendoza to win this fight. I would. win in knockout fashion. Knockout fashion. Not because it's in Australia. Think about that. But I would take those odds. All right. Well, the champs are going with Zoo. Now, Tony Harrison did, did say he underestimated Zoo's speed. So we'll see what happens Saturday, October 14th on Showtime. Tim Zoo defends his WBO junior middleweight title against Brian Mendoza. Thank you, champions. This is Pro Box TV. Subscribe. Why? Because this is your boxing channel.